0: Thank you all for joining us here at i80 sports where today we continue our 32 part 2021 team previews today's team the vegas golden knights thank you for joining us here at i80 sports Thank you all for joining us here again at IAD Sports. Make sure you check out our website down below, Sports.com, where you can find all of our team preview content as well as the rest of our NHL content there as well. If you're here on YouTube, make sure you drop a like, comment, and subscribe for all of our team previews coming up leading up to the beginning of the NHL season in October and moving right along to Twitter. Make sure you follow us down below at I-80 underscore sports NHL. And if you're already following on Twitter, thank you guys so much because we greatly value all of our all of your support. I don't know why. My brain just shut off for like a quick second there. It was really <laughs> weird. <laughs> I'm Brian. He's Tom. Tom, how are you doing today?
1: Doing well, and here we are again uh, previewing a team that's been sniffing the cup. That's been close to it. That's been predicted to do it. Still hasn't gotten it done yet. So could this be their year? Could this be the Vegas
0: Golden Knights' year? We shall see. It could very well be. But before we move forward, we've got to also look back. So we're going to start with some team facts from last year for the Vegas Golden Knights. Last year, the Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knights' record was 40-14-2. 40 wins to 14 losses to 2 overtime losses. 82 points in the division. They finished first in the NHL West division last year. They dominated last year. They were just downright good last year. And we'll also talk about why that was also the case in a little bit. Just a little preview for that. But power play and penalty kill stats. Power play-wise, they were a little bit below average last year. uh, 17.82% on the power play last year. That is below league average. But, however, on the penalty kill, they were lights out. They were. Uh, they had a penalty kill percentage of 86.81%. That's near the top of the league, in fact. So now let's talk about some leading scorers for the Vegas Golden Knights. Leading the charge last year for the Vegas Golden Knights was Mark Stone with 61 points. He averaged over a point per game. Next was Max Passioretti with 51 points. And rounding out the bunch was Jonathan Marchessault with 44 points. Fun fact, the Vegas Golden Knights scored 191 goals last season. That's third most in the entire league. Not just the division, the entire league. Pretty important to note there. Some key additions and subtractions. Who came to the Vegas Golden Knights this year and who left? We had some really interesting names leave the Golden Knights this past year, but also some interesting ones that came over. So additions, we have Evgeny Dadonov, Laurent Brasseau, Nolan Patrick, and Brett Howden. But then leaving the Vegas Golden Knights, inaugural goaltender Marc-Andre Fleury, Ryan Reeves, Nick Holden, Thomas Nosek, and Cody Glass. So some pretty interesting names to note there. So let's first talk about some X factors. And when we're talking X factors, no, we're not talking EA Sports NHL 22 X factors. We're talking about which players are going to be paramount for the team's success or whose play could be their downfall if they don't perform. So, Tom, I've done enough talking. Let's start with you. Who are the Vegas Knights X factors this year? um all starts and ends here with uh robin laner they kept
1: him over mark andre Fleury. now i know it may have been an age thing i know it may have just been a thing that they were coveting laner all those years i know we had discussed this in previous episodes um but he was so given the so-called keys to the Porsche by the knights and now it's his turn to run with it because they dumped a Bez in a winner to keep him around to give him the starting spot that first line too of patchy Reddy, stone and stevenson they're going to be looked at to keep producing um really patchy ready and Mark Stone have been the uh, go-to guys for this team uh, as, as far as forward core is concerned. So um, uh, they're looking to keep going. And I've said before, the center depth. When I look at it, I'm not really fond of it. So if this team is struggling down the line, I could see them trying to make a deal for a center with a struggling team. What team that is right now? I don't know who it might be. I also don't know. But I know Vegas. They're no strangers to shaking things up if it's not wor- if things are not working right. Um, that top four D is also going to be a huge X factor. You know, you have two guys there in, Al Trangelo and Shea Theodore. That kind of reminds me of uh, that those Anaheim Ducks teams from uh, 10 or so years ago when they had Niedermeyer and Pronger. And even if you go back, the way it's set up as is that they're going to be playing on different pairs. So it kind of also reminds me what Detroit was doing back in the early 2000s when they did have Lindstrom and they did have Chelios, but they were actually playing them on different pairs just to even out the pairs. I like that they're doing that. So I think this team is sort of built, I know I brought Detroit up, but I think this team is kind of built like that 07 Mighty Ducks team, not Mighty Ducks, Ducks. That was a first year as the Anaheim Ducks. They're built like that 07 Ducks team where they have, you know, these this big punishing forward core, but they don't have like that stu- that superstar center or like a superstar winger who's going to maybe win a, win a rocket or win an Art Ross trophy. You have really good defensemen and you have – I wouldn't say, I don't know what to say about Laner because it's been on and off, but Laner's still a pretty good goalie, just like Jaguar was a pretty good goalie back then. So they remind me a lot of that team. There's a lot of parallels with this team and that 2007 Stanley Cup Championship Anaheim Duck team that run together.
0: Yeah. Really good analysis there. And it's interesting to note that the Vegas Golden Knights failed to reach the Stanley Cup final last year, but That certainly was not because of my first X-Factor that I'm going to talk about here, Alex Petrangelo. Now, Alex Petrangelo had a decent first year in Vegas with 23 points in 41 games, which would be on pace for 46 points in a regular 82-game season. That's not bad at all, but Vegas failed to reach the Stanley Cup Final, which kind of sucks. But that being said, how did he perform in the playoffs? Well, glad you asked. 12 points in 19 games. That's how well Petrangelo did in the playoffs this past year. He was a rock in the playoffs this past year, and he's hungry for his second Stanley Cup, and he'll look to be in the Norris conversation this year as well. Next to me, defense-wise, is Shea Theodore, which may confuse some of you, so let me explain. A lot of people thought that Theodore would lose ice time with the addition of Petrangelo last year, and honestly, it didn't hurt his numbers whatsoever last year. In 53 games, he had 42 points, which is four points shy of his career mark that he set the season before. Except he did that in 71 games, not 53 games. So do not sleep on Shea Theodore. I have two more guys to consider as X-Factors, but I'm going to keep them as quick as possible. The next to me as Tom alluded to before is Robin Lehner expect him to be under a microscope this year with the sudden and shocking departure of Mark Andre Fleury. And the last X factor in my mind is the captain Mark stone. He had arguably his best uh, season this past year, not only with Vegas, but of his entire career 61 points in 55 games. That's on point for a 90 point season in a regular 82 game season which would shatter his career mark by almost 20 points. So look for Stone to potentially match those numbers this year, especially with a potent Vegas lineup. So now we're going to talk about some breakout candidates. Who could be primed to really have a big year this year for Vegas who hasn't really had a big year quite yet? So, Tom, I'll start with you. Who could be primed for a breakout? Uh, Well, in
1: today's game, as we all know, You know, the most important position is the center ice position. And to have a very good number one center can take you places. If you look at every team who's won the cup over the past 10 years, maybe with the exception of the St. Louis Blues, those teams have all had a solid number one center to help them win that cup, to facilitate their offense, to, you know, run the power play, score goals, play in every situation. So my breakout candidate here is someone who's going to play in that spot, and that's Chandler Stevenson. He's been given the number one center responsibilities and he's slowly improving year by year, but he's still not that point per game guy. Will he be a point per game guy this year? I don't think so, but he's going to need to make an even bigger jump this year than he's made in the past two years. He's 27 years old now. It's not like he's a kid and he's really good. need if they want to win a cup, if they want to, you know, get to the promising, get back to the finals, win the cup, they're going to need him to crack at least 65 to 70 points this year, playing on that first line. Uh, that's what I think they're going to need out of him if they really, really are serious about winning
0: a championship. It could honestly happen. And Chandler Stevenson is a good choice, but I'm going to go with a risky pick here. And I'm just going to go out on a limb and say Nolan Patrick. The second overall pick from the 2017 draft, Patrick has struggled to stay on the ice as a member of the Philadelphia Flyers. But after a pretty big trade this offseason where we saw former Vegas forward Cody Glass uh, gets sent to the Nashville Predators for uh, Nolan Patrick in a three-team deal. Who knows? Maybe a change of scenery could be all Nolan Patrick needs to live up to his potential. Maybe. But he needs to stay healthy first, and that's going to be the biggest key to Nolan Patrick's success this year. As a member of the Vegas Golden Knights, the other big thing with that is he is a little bit protected in this lineup, and we're going to go over that right now because we're going to talk about The potential opening night lineup here for the Vegas Golden Knights, interesting note here is that we're in August right now. A lot could change between now and the beginning of the season in October. So this is just a tentative opening night lineup as of the end of August right now. So without further ado, why don't we get into what this lineup could look like in October? So starting off, With the forward line, with the top forward line, and we are moving left to right from left wing, center to right wing, we've got Max Passioretti, Chandler Stevenson, and the captain, Mark Stone. Moving on to forward line two, we've got Jonathan Marcheseau, William Carlson, and Riley Smith. They have been together since the inception of this team, so it's really cool to kind of see that ever since the Vegas Golden Knights have started, this line still stays intact for now. Moving on to forward line three, we've got Matthias Janmark, Nolan Patrick, and Evgeny Dadanov, and then rounding out the bunch on forward line four, we've got Brett Howden, Nicholas uh, Roy, and William Carrier. Interesting to note here is not included in this lineup is the injured Alex Tuck who is projected to be out until January, February at the earliest. So that's why I didn't factor Alex Tuck into the opening night lineup because he's not going to play in the opening night lineup. He's injured, but he could factor as a top nine forward on this team. Moving on to the defense with the top pairing on defense, we've got Alec Martinez and Alex Petrangelo. Alec Martinez, who got a three-year upgrade this past year to stay with the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. So interesting to note there. Moving on to the second line of defense, we've got Braden McNabb and Shea Theodore. And then moving on to the third line of defes- defense, we've got Nicholas Haig with Zach Whitecloud. It was really tough to also not say that Zach Whitecloud could be a breakout candidate here. Just wanted to note that right now. And on to the goaltending. The definitive starting goaltender now for the Vegas Golden Knights is Robin Lehner with the backup goaltender being Laurent Brusseau. So pretty good looking team there it's kind of tough to argue that but we need to talk about some variables with this vegas golden knights team and some interesting variables at that so tom i'm going to start with you what are some variables here for the vegas golden knights that could impact this opening night lineup and going forward well
1: each year the experts they laud this team for their team first approach and how they get things done But yet each year when they bow out of the playoffs, the first thing that everybody jumps on is their lack of center depth, their lack of that true number one guy. And that's of the biggest concern to me. And believe me, I know this firsthand as a Ranger fan, because in those years with the Rangers between 2013 and 2017, you know, they were trying to go with the 1A, 1B approach with guys like Derek Stepan and Derek Broussard. And then later on, Derek Stepan and Mika Zibanejad before Zibanejad really broke out. And if this 1A, 1B concept kind of with uh, Chandler Stevenson and um, William Carlson doesn't work, expect them to be watching them watch somebody else win a Stanley Cup yet again. I think this team, despite everything they've done, they still really need to get a true bona fide number one center in here. Now, you can either depend on one of these guys to grow into a 70- or 80-point guy or if it's the Knights and they don't win again this year, expect them to be going out looking for somebody next year because they are no stranger to making moves when things aren't going well. They, they This is not a team who waits around and says, oh, we'll let it materialize. That's not the way the Vegas Golden Knights are. They've never been that way in their short history.
0: Yeah. If there's one thing that Vegas does is they, will, they are not afraid to make a move if they want to make a move. So here's a big question for my variable. Is Vegas really done wheeling and dealing right now? There's rumors still surrounding Jonathan Marchessault and Riley Smith. Could one or both of them still be on the move before October or even going forward, you know, because you're going to need to eventually fit Alex Tuck into this lineup. Alex Tuck could also fit, fit into that top six potentially other than Marchessault and Riley Smith. So that's going to be interesting to watch. Um, could Vegas be the dark horse team to land Jack Eichel from Buffalo? You know we talked about before that they struggle, that Vegas struggles right now with center depth. Could they be that team that could be in on Jack Eichel? And what is it going to cost for them to get him? Moving right along, could their top prospect Peyton Krebs crack this lineup out of camp? He was drafted back in. God, what year was it at this point? Was it 2019, Tom? It was
1: 2019. Yeah, I remember he
0: got hurt and it, he got hurt and his value fell big time. Yeah. Yep. But that being said, that hasn't stopped his development at all. So there is a chance that he could crack this lineup out of camp. He might be a mid-season call-up though. And lastly, and the big elephant in the room, is this team going to miss Marc-André Fleury, who won the Vezina Trophy last year for being the best goaltender in the entire league? And to be honest, I think they will, but this is a damn good team. They're going to be a force to be reckoned with in this specific division. I think they'll miss him, but I don't think they're really going to lose out on that many wins in this division. So to wrap this up with our question of the day, our question of the day is simple. Where do the Vegas Golden Knights end? this season and where do they finish in the Pacific division? Tom, we'll start with you. Where does Vegas finish this year?
1: Uh, Despite my concerns with the center depth, (sighs) I still have them winning this division. There's still too many question marks over there in Edmonton. There's still too many question marks in Vancouver, and there's still too many question marks in Calgary. LA isn't ready to take that next step yet. And then the other three teams under LA, Seattle, Anaheim and San Jose, they're not even close. So I, in a weak Pacific division, I, I can't see how they won't finish first.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree. On paper, this is a formidable lineup in any division, regardless of how weak the Pacific Division is. And we've talked about that at length at this point. Vegas has been a strong team since their inception, and this year is no different. Could this be the year for Vegas? I mean, who knows? But a first-place finish in the Pacific Division could be the spark. So, with that said, I do predict that the Vegas Golden Knights will finish at the top of the Pacific Division in first place. At this point, it's their division to lose this year. But, like I've said in previous videos, what do you guys think? Do you guys agree? Do you disagree with our assessment here? Make sure that you comment down below so that way you guys can let us know. And hey, While you're joining the conversation down below, make sure you drop a like and subscribe for all of our team previews coming up because, hey, you might not be a Vegas Golden Knights fan, but you might be a fan of another team, and we'll definitely be covering them over the course of of these next few weeks, and we're going to be moving from the West Coast to the East Coast, so we're going to be wrapping up with the East Coast, so stick around. We will get to your favorite team eventually, but you might be asking, hey... Where else can we find your content? And I'm glad you asked. You can find our content down below at i80sports.com where not only can you find our team previews and NHL content, you can find our NFL, MLS, NCAA football, and NBA content there as well. Make sure you check that out if you're a fan of any of those sports. And if you're on Twitter... Make sure you follow us down below at I-80 underscore sports NHL. And if you're following already, thank you guys so much because we greatly value su- your support. Without your support, we can't do this on a daily basis. But it's time to depart here from Vegas, move on to greater, greener and greater pastures. I'm Brian. He's Tom. This has been the Vegas Golden Knights 2021 Team Preview.